Hi there! Coach Antonio Aguirre here for the Life Deck Show. I'm very excited to bring you so much value in each podcast episode, like this one that you're about to listen to. Well, I do hope you enjoy listening to each episode just as much as I did recording this for you. Alright, let's dig into today's episode. Let's go! What was your course in college? I took organizational communication in La Salle. Was it your choice? Ha! Huh, good question. <laughs> Actually, I didn't make it in the first round of entrance exams. So, it's major Did cringe, it but yeah. I actually was in the waiting list. Okay. So, I had to list um, new courses, mm-hmm. and then Orgcom was there, and I got in. Okay. So, that's one thing. That's one of my failures that really fueled me to do more and pursue more. So, it, it wasn't really your, your choice. I think it was um, marketing. So, like business. Right. More on the business yeah. side. Orgcom is more on the communication arts. Yeah. But I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. But yeah, at that time, I didn't make it in the first cut. Right. So, imagine the, the fear that I had. Now, shit, I'm not that good, I think. I'm not <laughs> good. So, when you ask it, I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but when we, when we met in 2015 for, for a talk in a school, we're talking about marketing, right? Yeah, yeah. So my whole life, I'm doing marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of the same. It's just that organizational communication has human relations, like right. employee relations and a lot of corpcom. Yeah. Okay, so, but but now you, you've, I mean, besides your work with, with, with Viber, yeah. uh, you've been there since what? Since I've been with Viber for four years. Four years now? Yeah, yeah. Since... 2018. Yes. Okay. And now, how is it for you? I'd say it's the best company I've ever been with. It's, mm. they provide you so much autonomy. Mm-hmm. They let you do things. Mm. They let you argue what you want. Right. But as long as you stay really accountable and on top of things, yeah. they let you be. It's, it's, it's for me, really, it's a really, really good company. You know, a funny story. I know you, 2015, I have your, your details and such. And then my friend told me to talk to someone on, in, in Viber. Yeah. And then your name came up when you texted me. It's like, oh, uh, I, know this per- I know this person. I've, I've known her in 2015. It's, it's really fine because it's not, you know, the norm. Uh, I don't want to stereotype and such. But in yeah. tech, oh, I mean, yeah. women, I would be talking to someone when it comes to marketing and in, in, in a different company. But when it comes to tech, like Viber, like a company like that, it's more on men. So yeah, women globally are underrepresented in the tech industry. Well, for Viber, we're actually very much equal. Like glo- globally, the company has women, all gender actually. Right. And in the Philippines, madaming babae. Uh-oh. So it's really good. But in other countries, you can really see the, the gap. So it it's, it's very evident. So that also why... Um, the more I talk about women empowerment, the more I'm exposed to it, the more I find out about it, the more mm. there's need to do something about it. Yeah, and, and how is it when connections to mental health awareness in, in work, does it, does it have any correlation with your, with your work as well? Well, I think mental health in general is uh-huh. correlated to every aspect Even of our lives, work, yeah. right? And Viber was very supportive, is still very supportive, when the pandemic happened, and of course, there's this anxiety, depression going on. They have provided support, right. and they're very sincere. Like, yeah. it's not just about the financial support, but you can take breaks, you can... The, the time is very flexible. Yeah. 
as I said. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to endorse Viber, or, but or get, they're very yeah. supportive. Yeah, I mean, like in Japan, they have a heartache leave. Yeah, you know well, that, right? Rakuten kasi owns um, Viber. Okay. So Rakuten, I haven't been there. But Rakuten is a Japanese company? It's a Japanese okay. company. What, is a Rakuten, what does Rakuten mean? Um, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. But <laughs> it is a Japanese okay. fintech company. Okay. And their business model is acquiring companies. And one of that is Viber. Okay. And wow. Okay. So tell me more about your advocacy with you know mental health. Awareness. It's yeah. it's one of the, you know, your I think probably one of your priorities in life. How yeah. did it how did it go there for you? Like when did it start? Like, um, like you started reading books or was yeah. it an experience and stuff? Okay, how did it start? Let's start with I've had a lot of trauma in my life. Right. Don't don't we all have? <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Um, and then when the pandemic happened. We were all at home. We were stuck with ourselves. Mm. And, and then I was facing my inner demons mm-hmm. on my own. Right. I, I've always been a go-getter. I've always been active. And the way I handle challenges is that I go out, I explore right. the world, I do sports, I surf, I do whatever. I know. You're so athletic. You do yoga, right? Yoga, yoga? is a pandemic baby. Okay. I, I, I hated yoga. Hated because I like boxing, Muay Thai, surfing. Okay, more contact sports. Yeah, and okay. more... Aggressive yeah. sumisigaw. Yeah. But then pandemic happened. Uh-huh. I had to be at home. I had right. to move. I had to sweat. I needed endorphins. Then yoga happened. And then yoga became also a very spiritual journey. Like mm-hmm. it is. I would some I would sometimes cry. Like I would have outbursts. And I didn't know that I had that pain inside of me. It, it's incredible, right? And that's the more I realize how important mental health awareness is. Mm-hmm how important taking care of your mental health issues, how crucial it is to heal. That everyone should take healing seriously. Because if we don't, whatever pain that we have today, if we don't handle that properly, tomorrow, next week, and our relationships will get affected. Right. I mean, people think that healing is a phase or a process in life. It's a lifestyle. It's a part of your life. Like I agree. All all the time, I feel that people are always healing, like from from something from their daily lives and such. It's not like you know, it's a phase that you go through that you know you're healing, becoming better and stronger from that pain that you have. But it's really ongoing. Like being healthy. Oh yeah. Like it's it's not a diet. That's yeah. I don't I hate the word diet in in work in life. I I believe in better habits instead. Oh. Like when you have better habits yeah. of eating. Even when you go off course for one day, you can go right back on the wheel of being healthy, right? Totally, totally agree with you. Super perfect the way you said that it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Just same with physical health. Because right. that's what I always say also like, because I would go to the gym regularly and then I would yoga regularly. It's right. because it's a lifestyle. Right. It's not a crash habit, crash diet na, I'm going to go to the beach, I'm going to super workout. Right. So same with healing, same with mental health. It's something you have to do every day. But of course, there's that moment na talagang medyo purge. Right. When you're very, you feel like you're so broken, you really have to undergo through, honestly, more pain in facing all those pains, like facing up front the demon in your head saying, you're evil, you're a bad person, you can't do this, no one loves you. Yeah. And it's so painful. 
But when you get through that, and then you actually start loving yourself. And Anton, honestly, it was just the pandemic, I think last year when I started saying and actually believing that I'm proud of myself. I've never said that my whole life. Right. And I think it's it's an affirmation for everyone to to think that, you know, um, you love yourself, you appreciate yourself very much, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror. A lot of times you don't get to talk to ourselves. We talk oh to a lot gosh, of people, but so sometimes true. a conversation with yourself is very important. I mean, people think that's that's crazy, but in fact, it's a good way to talk to your soul, right? That is, that is so true. I, I, I talk to myself in front of the mirror a lot of times, and my wife would go, what the F are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you talking to yourself and praising yourself in front of a mirror before Affirmations, going to bed? right? Yeah. I, I thought it was a cliche, but really the words you use every day, the words you utter, the words you use to describe yourself, it matters so much. Absolutely. And I, I, I read about this, that your brain cannot distinguish the word you're saying to, to what you actually mean. So just say you can make it. Just say you're, you're, you're gorgeous, you're really good, you're right. excellent. Yes. Right. So I totally agree with you. And others might find it awkward. Yeah. But it's just something that I guess we have to practice. Awkward means like it's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like me talking like this in front of camera, you know, I, I've done, I didn't realize we've, we, we guys have done over 400 wow. videos already in less than a year. In less than a year, I've done 400 videos. And looking back on my first like 50 videos, it's it's so for me myself, it was so cringy watching myself. Now it's like it's if I'm criticizing someone that I don't know. So it's like I'm seeing a, a, a different person. Like there's an on on and off switch. Yeah. Like in real life, I'm not like like this. I'm really you know quirky and, and funny uh -huh. and such. But when the lights turn on, like I have a, a different. This is an other persona. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. It's totally like a newscaster. You. you know, uh -uh. I, I have a lot of friends that are in in the in newscasting business, and you know they're they're so funny and quirky and in 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 real life. But then when it turns on, it's like they're. I mean, they're like so in their element. Beyonce, right? She, she said, they said, I don't know her, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. just timid. But it, but on stage, right? She's Sasha Fierce, like yeah, like the solid, solid uh -oh. all out. So I guess we performer. have that. So um, I think it it's it's very helpful that you do something that's very uncomfortable for you every day. I I, I agree with you. Um, and that's why when when I'm becoming comfortable now with what I'm doing, I have to do something uncomfortable again because I don't wanna be comfortable where I'm sitting. Yeah. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. 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 Like, you know, when you're working out, right, you're doing it every day and it becomes, it's like, they call it muscle memory, but actually it's brain memory yeah. because your muscles don't have memory. memory. It's your brain that's saying you can, yeah. you can do that yoga pose over and over again. So you'd have to do something that, ah, I have to do it 10 more times so I can get it right. Yeah, so actually my motto, which really, really changed my life in an amazing way, is do what you cannot. Right. I've been trying to live by that since the pandemic started. And I've tried so many things. It's just as simple as yoga, for example, or running. I hated running. <laughs> I love running. <laughs> now now I run five, at least five kilometers almost every day. Wow. Dude, even the ice bath I did in Shergao. I don't like cold showers. I know it's healthy, but oh, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. like it. Who, who pushed you to doing Ali. that? Hey, Ali. Hey, okay. Ali. Um, Ali Barumeo. So I was in Shergao. We did the ice bath, literal tub of ice. Yeah. You submerge yourself. I was able to do it for 12 minutes. Wow, that's long. 
I do it for five minutes. I was yeah. I was surprised because I don't like cold showers, but of course all the preparation and I meditated while I was in the tub. Yeah. And after that, was so reinvigorating that nagawa ko yung mga ayo ko. Yeah. So you're right. Like when I cannot, when I'm comfortable, you try new things. You you kind of push yourself. Right. And then because sometimes it's really us dictating our limits. Yeah. And you know I. I've read about a few things when it comes to, to mental health and I discovered that there, there are a lot of kinds of men, mental health. Like, I wouldn't say it's a disorder. But mm. For example, you know, uh, a person who's anxious has an anxiety disorder if it's happening to them all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, I know a lot of my students have anxiety. Like, they, they think too much o- over things yeah. uh, that has not happen yet. That's why I keep on talking about yeah. overthinking, yeah. right? Because it creates anxiety. Yeah. Focus on things that has not happened yet, but yet we think it has happened already. Yeah, and the thing is, we tend to create worse scenarios in our head, yeah. right? Yeah. Sometimes worse than what it actually can be. Yeah, absolutely. It happens a lot at work, too. Oh, yeah. Right? Not just at home. You know, you worry about, you know, what you'll Will you get promoted? Will Will your boss say yes to the project that you have? You know, and and, and all. So that creates a lot of you know nail biting and yeah. head scratching and sleep yeah. turning at night for, for a lot of people. What would you say to someone like that? Uh, well, I think you really have to also understand that overthinking will not really help you right now. So I've. That's also why I started meditating. Mm-hmm. Because one of the key things that meditation try to teach you is that, okay, at this moment, take a pause, do some breath work. Are you safe right now? Yeah. At this moment, are you safe? Yeah, you mentioned safe. Like, how do you create that safe space? Huh? Pun intended. <laughs> it's because during the pandemic, the mental health issues, I wouldn't say they have depression mm-hmm. uh, medically, but a lot of people were anxious. Ang daming di makatulog. People are oh, scared. Right. And the thing is, a lot of these people are scared to talk about it. Okay. They're scared to open up. They think they're alone. Right. And even when the economy started to open, yeah. people think, okay, less anxiety, less depression, but no. The fact that people think people should be feeling better, the others feel worse because, shit, why am I still feeling like this? Right. So I created safe space to, to let people know that what they're feeling is not wrong. Yeah. What they feel is valid. You're not alone. And yeah. honestly, I was really inspired by my guy friends. Okay. Because yung guy friends, sometimes mas nagtatagal yung problems or anxiety because they don't talk about it. Yeah, they don't talk. We don't talk as openly as... As, as girls, right? right? As, as so safe do. space was really meant for those who think... They're alone. What they feel is valid, and it's meant to hopefully motivate them and mm-hmm. inspire them. Mm-hmm. So, the four types of mental health disorder, as I've read, was uh, anxiety disorder. There's uh, psycho- psych- psychotic disorder, which is where you really need to get a, a specialist. Yeah. And personality disorders. Yeah. You know, there's there's levels into. You know, we we watch like movies of those, right? Uh-oh. We're in a, Split. Yeah, sp- <laughs> split personalities. Uh-oh. Not just split, like 16 different I know, personalities. I know, I know, I know. I forgot that movie, but yeah. That was split. I think that's is the it split? movie. Yeah. yeah. And then also, eating is a is another Andami, sort I'm of disorder. And that's why when, so when, when 
you know, there's a basketball player. His name is uh, Caleb Swanigan. I think he's uh, one of the players. In, he was a former NBA basketball player. Played in the NBA for four years. Yeah. And he went from being like NBA fit to like weighing over 400 pounds last year. And he just died a few days ago from, from this recording. So he died a few days ago. Uh, people won't say what, what's the reason, but you know, he's clearly going through something because for, for you going from physically fit yeah. to being 400 pounds yeah. overweight for a, for a 6'10 guy, you know, that's, that's, that's crazy. Right. And, you know, people don't understand what, what people go through. And, you know, yeah. we've seen celebrities like those here and happen, happen to them as well. You know? Yeah, that's, that's really, really sad. Um, I had a recent vacation outside of the country. And that just reminded me how much fake social media is. Yeah. In a way that, I mean, alam na natin to eh, but the way people per- portray themselves social media is that I'm happy, I'm perfect, this and that. I just met, I, eating disorder mm-hmm. is still really happening even at my age. Yeah. And it's just sad. Imagine the kids now, the teenagers who are on social media seeing all these perfect Instagram models right. looking amazing in everything they wear. And then, sorry to say, but there's a lot of cosmetic surgeries being pushed on Instagram as mm-hmm. ads. Yeah. Bundle that and what they see. Imagine the insecurity they feel. Imagine I should not eat. I should. Right. I just, I, it's so concerning. It's so concerning. What would you tell someone who, who goes through that kind of, of, of stage? If you are a teenager or, you know, you're yeah. maybe Gen Z. Mm-hmm. I really hope you can talk to someone who's more, who's not a Gen Z. Like, medyo, you look up to and yeah. listen to the person and understand that, of course, how you look is important. How you carry yourself is important. Yes. I, was in, I was so much insecure when I was younger. I still am right now. But I realize that, honestly, it might be cliche, but your flaws can be your greatest asset. Right. I hated my nose. Yeah. So it, it's what makes you unique. Yeah, I hated my nose so much before. <laughs> and then when I grew up, people would compliment it. I hated how skinny I was. Yeah. I don't like my color. I don't like that I'm balbon and so many things. Yeah, yeah. But then it made me stood out in a way. Yeah. And so you appreciate yourself more. Yeah. Okay. And if I don't look okay, then then don't like me, fine. Right. But of course it takes experience and things like that. And second thing, to all to everyone, especially the younger people. You're always on your social media. Especially in the Philippines, we are the most active social media yeah. users in the whole world. Right. I beg you, please follow accounts that inspire you, not just physically, but people who are changing the world, creating a bigger impact than, the, than themselves. Because right. how you expose yourself to the media, how you consume content every day, affects the way you think, affects what you say, affects who you are, and... Eventually, it kind of defines who you are. Yeah, I mean, most of most of the people, you know, there's a common habit of people is like they go to social media to make themselves feel happy, or the dopamine boost, right? Yeah. And if, and feel better, they keep on scrolling and stuff. They look for things that make them happy to make themselves feel better, and it ends up, you know, after an hour scrolling, it makes them feel worse about yeah. themselves. Like on, on a scale of one to ten, I always ask people. After scrolling mindlessly through social media for about an hour, 
what do you feel? Do you feel from five, do you become a seven? It's rare that someone goes up. It's most of the time it stays that way or lowers down a little. Like you see someone else, you know, same batch as you in high school and he or she does better yeah. than you and say, man, I hate my life. Because this guy, I was better than him in high school. I was the varsity and then this one was the loser. And now look at him. You end up comparing. Yeah. So You get so pressured in life. I also don't know, me, even myself, I don't remember a time I felt better with social media. Yeah. I've always felt better away from my phone. And funny, I just started reading the book Deep Work by Cal Newport. Yeah, Cal Newport. So I started working on the ground floor. So mm-hmm. I would leave my phone in my room right. and I would go downstairs. Yeah. I feel so light. I feel like I've also, I'm also extra productive. Right. And apart from that, because the attention on nakukuha ng phone, right? Like, you always just grab it. Yeah. And it just, binabawasin yung focus mo in your current work and your energy nababawa. It's just, doesn't help I much. read also in, in, I think it, is it on that book or another book that uh, when we check our phone, it's, it's like, it's what we call like a slot machine effect. Like, uh, we keep compressing it to check yeah. because there's always something different. Right? Yeah. So we see if there's anything new, like someone commented on my post, yeah. or is there a, a new news that came up, breaking news and stuff, or you know, someone messaged you on, on Messenger and stuff. So it's like every time you pick up your phone, there's something different for you. So it's, it's that same effect that it does for a person who plays slot the slot machine. Machines. It's like every time you press, it's something different. It will never be the same. That's true. Right? Actually, I think I coined this term one time that you use your phone for distraction, right? Yeah. But that distraction is also equivalent to your destruction. Right. It kind of sounds morbid, but it's true. If you always let things distract you, yeah. it's going to be so hard for you to achieve your goals. Right. Yeah. And we always want that instant gratification, seeing something new, feeling yeah. rewarded because there's a comment. Right. But what does it really do to you? Yeah. Right? It, you even sometimes become lethargic. Right. I, I've, I've learned how to do actually uh, phone detox. So every Friday night at 10 p.m., I put it in a Ziploc bag and put ah, it away. Mo yon. Yeah, I put it away. So it's off. It's not on, what do you call this? Um, it's not on airplane more and such. And then I put it in another room. And ah. I pick it up on a Saturday, 6 p.m. Really? Eh? The next wow. day, 6 p.m. onwards. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so that for me, it's a time for me. You know, because when you have nothing to do, uh, phone, you do something phone, else. So, phone. you know, it, it, I realize now it, it, it takes so much mental fortitude for you to be lining up in a bank or in a restaurant outside and then not touching your phone. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. you know, when you're lined up, you get your phone, you look at it, and yeah, you're waiting. So it kills off the time. Instead of you focusing on your, your thoughts and what you're, you're yeah. thinking instead, so now you're focused on something else, so you're distracting yourself. So now I can, you know, sit down and just enjoy my coffee. Oh without, my gosh, yeah. Without looking yeah. at something in front of the screen and just focus on what's in front of me. That's you why do? I, I made a post before. I said it as a third person. There was a guy in a coffee shop just drinking his coffee at 3 p.m., staring at nothing. And for other people, Like a that's psychopath. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Like I a understand. psychopath. I understand, you know, because I would do this. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I would, you know, I, I, I had exactly the same thoughts. Because I would sometimes, um, where I live, I would just stare at the sunset. 
Right. I would stare at nature. One of the persons who called me out was my mom. Like, ano ginagawa mo? Uh, uh, uh. Pinapanood ko yung sunset. Yeah. She was like, huh? Yeah. And then, sometimes I would just get weird looks from people. I was just like that. Because I really like nature. Yeah. And just watching it is soothing, right? right. Enjoying the coffee, enjoying food without the 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 distraction the digital distraction you get to appreciate it more it's just that yeah people think you're weird because you're different but yeah. honestly who cares yeah if you're happier yeah there's bliss right there's just that they won't explain right <laughs> and i guess that you know over time when you know we have to post whatever we're we're eating and sharing everything to the world you know sometimes you just have to enjoy that actual moment remember that when you go to concerts that you take videos yeah. of what's happening instead yeah. of just looking at what's happening instead of going like this and yeah. like, you know. Yeah. So, so you should be just enjoying that moment because those moments will last forever instead of you. That's true. Because who shares like fireworks or, you know, a, a concert on, yeah. right? It's, it's rare that yeah. you would do, unless you're, doing event coverage. Yeah, I right? agree with you. There was this um, post <laughs> Everyone was um, in a concert, and everyone was on their phones except grandma. <laughs> she was just like that. See? And she was the one having yeah. the most fun. Right. Because she was in the moment. Like, I think that's one thing, the power of now. Right. Like, even now, this, Anton, at this moment, yeah. this will never happen again. Right, definitely. And Not I the really, same thing. Right? I yeah. enjoy this, talking to you, very first time, me Thank having you. this microphone <laughs> in front of my face. <laughs> and it's liberating. And I try to... Even when I had my um, Moderna vaccine, mm -hmm. my second was so heavy. It's heavy in the arm, It was so sure. heavy. Right. And then I'm like, oh, I cannot work out. But then also, oh, this is the first time I'm experiencing this heaviness. Huh, I'm gonna sit through it and not enjoy the pain. That sounds yeah. wrong. But it will pass away. It's right. not gonna happen again. Right. And just that, you get to enjoy every moment more. Absolutely. And it's... It, it actually help, helps in, you know, de destroying over, overthinking because you're focused on now. Yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. Instead of you, your mind wandering, okay, how about my meeting afterwards? What's going to happen there? But instead, you're focused here on now. Instead of, um, should I check my phone first while he's talking so that I can do something? Right? That's how people are now. You know, that's, like, a no. that's something I really had to practice when I started meditation. Because mm -hmm. when you meditate, you ju you're just with your thoughts. You're sitting still. And if you're not sanay, Lahat papasok, lahat yeah. ng dapat mong gawin, lahat. But then, really, like, if it's really important, would you forget about it? What mm. could happen if you do it 10 minutes from now? Right. Yeah. And that's when, again, the power of now, like, not overthinking. And of course, we're not promoting not planning things, not at all. Yeah, spontaneous. Just don't ruminate. Overthinking would give you more problems yeah. than help you. That's why I always say that I plan my day the night before. Same, yeah. Like, I put my top three priorities on my notebook and say, okay, this is the first thing I'll do, second thing, and third thing. And those are not tasks. Those are things that, you know, I want to do differently for, for that. And not meetings and, and what. These are not like checking emails or responding. Yeah. It's not a... It's, it's not, you know, a, a task. It's it's a responsibility that, that, that we do. And people mistake tasks with responsibility. That's, and that's something a very that, nice idea. And, and how you see yourself growing. Because checking your emails, responding to people, it's not going to make you grow. 
It's not. That, right? Let's, 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 you those know, that's very that, true. Right? We do th- those things every day. And I was like, I was doing this until for the, for the longest time. Like, you know, I, I came from the BPO industry and every 15 minutes, I would have the habit of checking my, my emails, you know, when, when there was a point where in uh, push notifications became a reality on BlackBerry. Dude, I disabled my push notifications. I'm done. Like, I, it's all that was off. it. I was, yeah. I was trapped. I was trapped in, you know, addiction. We're in, you got the email that you have a need to respond to it in your BlackBerry. You get the BBM message back then. then you have to automatically respond to, to that right away. And it's instant. You know, yeah. It connects people, but at the same time, it disconnects you from yourself. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so true. I actually had two things while you were saying those things. Um, it's ang galing nung sinabi mo that at night, you write your plans the next day. It's not necessarily tasks. Right. It reminded me of what James Clear said that when you create habits, right. it's more of ask yourself, who do you want to be rather than what do I have to do? Right. Because when you figure out who you want to be, it will, it, you will realize the things you have to do. And what's your priority? Yeah, your like, priority. Yeah. And, you know, saying no to things yeah. allows you to do more that important things. are not things. important to you. Yeah. If it's not going to help you grow or it's not going to help, you know, your, your goals one step closer to your goals, then it's going to be helpful for you. If not, then it's not a priority then. Oh, pero the thing is, it's kind of easy to say but really hard to say yes. no to a lot of things, Right. right? It's really something we have to practice. Saying no is a superpower. Do you believe that? I agree, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was my... So I would write um, birthday wishes every... Of course, every year. And I think two years ago, I said, say no to more things. Right. And then I really... Because I would write it in a paper, not digital paper. Look at it, sign it with a date and time, keep it in my wallet. Yeah. And I would check it once in a while. Yeah. And I said no to a lot of things, and it's just the freedom that I got. Yeah. Just as, as simple as limiting the information that gets to me is so liberating. Right. Um, also, just going back to your, because I really like what you said about writing what, what you want to happen the next day, setting intentions. Yes. Like even every day, could be the, the before you sleep or when you wake up, what's your intention for that day? To so know your purpose. Yes, you woke right? up excited because these are my priorities. Yeah, these and are know, important to me. Right? You know it. You're not gonna get easily derailed. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And and also I've I've also added into that like three priorities. Like what am I thankful for that day? It's one that's thing really that I great. did. Yeah. You know, um, that's one of the additional habits I have. Like that's why I have a notebook where just a one liner. Like I'm thank, thankful that I got to eat in this place that I wanted to eat. You know. That simple thing. Or that so I, I got to text, you know, with my best friend for, for that day. Yeah. Th- these are things we, you know, disregard and, and yeah. such. Being able to communicate with people even in far distances and, and stuff. That's why it's really important, as you said a while ago, to have a conversation with yourself. Yeah. To assess how things are and see the simple things like that. Yeah. Um, it's important talaga to have alone time. Yeah. Because sometimes I know a lot of people, they can't be alone with themselves. Yes. And I think that is a huge problem. Yeah. It's and something you have to take seriously. Yeah, and being alone, I've learned as well, it's not a weakness. It's, it's, it's a strength. Not. It it's not. It is a strength. strength. If, if you're a person <laughs> that can, can be alone with your thoughts and be able to meditate on it and sit on it still, 
you know, being still with just with your you and your thoughts. Yeah. That's a strength that most people don't have. Totally and, agree with you. And it's it's like I would say brain memory in in you that you have to develop. Like I I didn't know what meditation was. I, I, I what I knew with meditation back then was just, you know, some Indian ritual, it's a chant. right? Like, like you're annoyed. chanting uh-huh. and stuff, but no, it's just you closing your eyes and just being blank. Yeah. Like blank. nothing with it, nothingness. It could even be sometimes people do walking meditation, yeah. but they're alone. Yeah. And they just wander and mm. it really I think people should not underestimate the power of being with yourself. Yeah. And it is this is very very um suitable for Manila people. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> us who are always on the go, who are actually career-driven. Right. I, I always say the busier you get, the crazier your life is, mm. the more breaks you have to take. Yeah, correct. Because when, when you're busy, you don't have time now to focus on your personal growth. Yeah. Like, working out for you now will not be a priority. Or, you know, learning, reading books for an hour every day is not going to be a priority. Or, you know, um, seeing your friends is yeah. not a priority, right? Like, if you really want to see a friend, you know, you would make time for it. Like, it's just that I don't believe in busy. It's just that it's not a priority. I agree with you. Right? Like I if, agree with you. If, if you wanted to go to the gym and you don't, it's because it's not a priority. Dude, I, I have always said you can never find time. You have to make it. Right. And so, yeah. The worst thing you can say as a person is that you are busy. Because when you say that, it de- deprives you of opportunity, right? When you say oh, you're busy, the world, it's like you telling the universe that I'm not available for anything that will help me grow. It's like, okay. Because you could have told me, Antonio, no, I can't, I can't do today because I have a meeting at, at this time. And then yeah, I but go. I made sure right? this is going to happen. Right? You, yeah. can, you can always say no. You can always say no, and yes, that's that's true. But you know, when when you commit to something that you said that you would actually do, and you you come through it, you know, it, it makes you, it it makes you a person that's that's really really live, living a life that's full of your intentions, yes, right? And yeah. this is something that you wanted to do because this is your intention. This is not maybe not your purpose or what, but this is something you're passionate about, you I enjoy. Yeah. It's not a task anymore for you, right? Like Imagine, I mean, imagine if I didn't say no to last night's, they wanted to drink. Right. Then maybe I wouldn't be here because <laughs> I'm poyat, I'm drunk, I'm just not yeah. ready. You're not sober. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so like really just saying no to things that are not important to you mm. or does not contribute to your growth to right. your to your best self yeah. allows you to do more like this like now i'm here <laughs> right and, and most people who are in the corporate world like for example you you are in you know uh, you have a career and stuff most people you know they they focus on fridays and saturdays mm. because it's a way to reset and start yeah. again if you're that type of person i always tell that to all my students that if you're always looking forward to weekends then Maybe it's some the nine to five that you have right now is not something that's really f- good for you. I mean, I it, agree. it may be good for your finances and, and stuff because you're getting something on the 50th and 30th, but is it really something you want to do for the rest of your life? And I always ask the questions, I don't suggest to them. Like, yeah, I make yeah. them think about it and say, make them go, hmm, 
Because the job of a coach, I always say, is not to give you the best advice, but to give you the best questions that you yourself can answer. Yeah. Because you yourself know yourself more than I ever will. Because you are always with yourself. Yeah. I'm not there with you sitting there. I'm going to tell you, like, hey, stop eating rice. Or, hey, yeah. stop eating that junk food. You know, or, hey, you need to read more books and stuff. I'm not there. Agree. So, you know, like in the book of, of James Clear, you don't need motivation. You don't need inspiration. You just need better sets of habits, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, super agree with you, um, especially with the questions. As I've mentioned our, in our Instagram live, it's sometimes better to have better questions and having all the answers. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it makes you dig deeper into yeah. yourself and makes you discover new things yeah. and just, you know, expose yourself to a whole lot of possibilities. Right. So, yeah, and um, a lot of people, and of course, talking to someone who would ask the right questions yeah. would make them think better. You know, and, so, and, yeah. and nowadays, I say I don't know more often now than I say, yeah, I know. I know. It takes confidence also and right. maturity to be yeah. able to admit and, and tell I'm wrong. people you don't know and yeah. admit you're wrong. Right, and I was that for a majority of my life, like, yeah, I know, I know, even if I don't know. Yeah, and um, yeah, a lot of people that. suffer through that because it's become a habit. We're also kasi scared to get judged. Right. Oh my God, kundi ko alam, would they think I'm stupid? Yeah. But like, oh my God, you haven't watched Top Gun yet? <laughs> Something like that, right? Like, oh my God, yeah, you haven't yeah. watched that movie yet? Like, you're out. Uh-oh. Right? And that fear is what keeps us saying, yeah, yeah, I know. Yes, I know. It's, right? I'm so happy to share that with you na... We're just not scared to say that we don't know or we haven't. Yeah. I'll get back to you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like that. You don't have to know everything yeah. to be a great person. Right. And it takes humility and it takes honestly maturity right. to be able to say it and not care about what others people Yeah, the key word is maturity. Maturity, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be doing that for sure if, you know, you didn't have that, that maturity level in you yeah. yet. Yeah, but it right. takes a lot. takes experience. takes... Yeah. I don't think a person will be born with maturity. <laughs> you develop yeah. it. And we, we talked about previously about the development years like of a person, mm. right? In, in terms of you know being empowered. You talked about yeah. women empowerment before. Yeah. And you said about the forming years and the importance of that. Yeah. It's very interesting that you that you said like in like the teen years, the 13, 14, yeah. 15 yeah. to 19. Those years are the forming years, you know, especially not just for women, but for everyone. Every, for everyone. Because um, these are the years that you are finding out who you are. You're trying new things. You're in a school, let's say co-ed or not. Mm. You're just really exploring. Yeah. And finding what you like. Finding what you like. Am I gonna go with the trend? Am I gonna go yeah. against the norms? Mm. You're having your friends. You're doing your decisions. Yeah. Because you're not at home, you're not with your parents. You get to do things on your own. Yeah. But this is also the time that hopefully the environment would really encourage empowerment in right. general. Of course, in any gender. But to be specific with my advocacy, women empowerment, that they can do anything. And as I've mentioned, why are men known to be more resilient than yeah. women? Why are men known to be more competitive than women? It's because... 
at a young age, boys were encouraged to do team sports. Right, team sports. Na contact sports pa nga, eh. football, Uh-oh. soccer, basketball. So they're used to winning and losing. When you lose, you get back up and say, okay, let's do another one. Yeah, and right. And another one. And losing is not uh, bad. It's not the end of the world. It's not the worst thing that could happen to you. Yeah. You lose today, practice more. You win tomorrow, yeah. maybe. But girls, hindi masyadong team sports. Yeah. So we weren't, we were not exposed so much to losing. Yeah. Actually. Actually, losing and failing are very, very important things that you have to have in your younger years, in my yeah. opinion. So when you grow up, you've, you can apply all the learnings and you can know that if I fail now, it's hard, but I will learn. I can apply the learnings and be better. Right. So, yeah. Uh, th- there's, there was this something in, in the book, um, Tuesdays with Maury. Oh, I love you that. You know book, right? And he, yeah. And like, he, he was walking with his, with, with his friend, right? His student. And... Uh, there was a group cheering. We are the champions. We're the champions. We're winners. We're the best. And he said, responded back to them, what's yeah. wrong with being in second place? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's wrong with yeah. being in second place? It's not bad. Like, yeah. Right? I mean, ano talaga, it really is how you see things. Like, perspective is everything. Um, there's a lot of... Ito, this is where social media for me comes in handy in a good way. When I see inspirational images... Yeah. of how you can see things half full and half empty. So it really is the way you see things. And again, we saw people our age think that failure is okay. Like, we know that failing is part of being successful. Yeah. But when I spoke to a young girl, she was in college, and I told her, it's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. She was like, Ate, yeah. ano ka Your parents ko. Yeah. She uh-huh. was just like, so surprised right. of me saying very calmly, it's okay to fail. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about being a rebelde. Not that. It's yeah. you doing your part, you practicing, you doing your best. Yeah. And if it doesn't reward you at that moment, you're not going to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. You're going to start from there. Mm-hmm. What are your three wishes? Okay. Honestly, I would really want people to prioritize healing. Like, take That's healing one. seriously. Just to expound, as a lifestyle. As a lifestyle. Just not to, a face. To expound a bit. It's because when you're not healing, your decisions are based on pain, on mm-hmm. fear. Fear of getting judged. Fear of getting isolated. So the way you decide things is not out of love. So for example, you're not going to be accepting of someone's love for you. You don't think you're good, so you're going to, um, you're going to, let's say, Crab mentality, pull other people down. To bring yourself up. Yeah, yeah. so take healing seriously. Okay. Deciding out of love can do so many good things. Okay. So that is for the world. And I don't want to be Miss Universe answer, <laughs> but that really is my answer. Yeah. Um, second, well, well, for myself and my fam- family, abundance. I've never wished abundance in my whole life. Because I think, I, I honestly think I didn't deserve it before. Mm-hmm. But I am manifesting abundance in personal and finances. And three, I guess my wish is that for all the young girls watching this, for you to know that you can do whatever you want and you can actually demand so much. And rather than saying, I cannot do this because I'm a girl, say that I can do this because I'm a girl. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Anton. This is so uplifting. <laughs> Thank you. See? Thank That's you. It. That's awesome.
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to share it and tag me on your social media accounts and I'll do my best to repost or comment on it. Follow me on Instagram at antoniogirid.jr. Leave a comment about this episode and subscribe to me on my YouTube channel, Coach Antonio Aguirre Jr. I'll talk to you soon on the next podcast episode. All right? Peace.